Monday? We can go Monday. Well, uh, and I guess we're live. Sportscast Safari Podcast on a... I don't know what day this is. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This is the first time we've pre-recorded a podcast and uh, we haven't decided what day we're going to put it out. So Sportscast Safari Podcast on a fill in the blank. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, a bit odd for me as uh, this is early in the AM Australian time, which is the total mm. opposite to what we usually do. So yep. feeling yep. a bit out of place, a bit out of whack, a bit like I haven't really woken up yet, but, you know. <laughs> hey, that's what I've been going through every every day for the last year. Is this and, what uh, you do every time we podcast? <laughs> no, nah, I, I generally have been up for a few hours, but, but yeah, okay, no, no, it's something good. like that. So I guess to a bit of an explanation for people, we've the, the live podcasts are good, but um, I guess one sort of challenge we found, and if astute listeners might have noticed that we haven't done a podcast for a couple of weeks over Christmas, because it obviously requires us both to be in the same place at the same time on the same day of the week, every week. And those of you who have lives know that that can sometimes be a challenge. Um, so yeah, so we figured we'd um, we'd have a go at, at pre-recording, um, and yeah, should be good. Give us give us some more time. Hence why it's a uh, ten o'clock in the evening, uh, my time, and uh, bright in the morning, Adelaide time. So, mm. Mm. what's life like in Adelaide, Luke? Pretty good at the moment, actually. Um, we're we're doing all pretty well down here. Weather's great. We're about to come into a pretty big hot spell this week, I think. We're kind of like mid to upper 30s. So that just means we might have to be going to the beach every day after work, which sounds Bastard. terrible. Um, and then, yeah, we, you know, we just had Christmas and New Year's and lots of family time and hanging out and going for drives and, yeah, cool stuff. Um, mm -hmm. We're pretty uh, well placed with COVID as well. Uh, a bit of stuff's happening on the eastern seaboard, but nothing really in here. So, yeah. Um, we're still functioning as per normal, as in cafes and meeting and working and not being stuck at home, miserable. Thanks, mate. I'm not miserable <laughs> for the record. Quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all, all pretty good down here. Mm, lovely, lovely. That sounds uh, sounds like paradise, to be fair. Mm. Um, actual paradise. It's yeah, not not quite like that here in the UK. Um, we are back in lockdown. Uh, it is winter. Um, it's very cold. Uh, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I went out to the car today. I had to, to drive to, uh, to pick a few things up and we can, um, we can touch on what I was picking up uh, a little bit later, but went out to the car and had to scrape the ice off the windscreen. And that was at 1 PM. Uh, it was still all iced up and frosted over. <laughs> so, uh, I have no yeah. concept, I have no concept of what that would be like. My closest thing is sitting outside on the side of a hill at Tiger Tassie up in the hills, freezing my butt off. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean that was the coldest I've ever been, I think. <laughs> I think that was like I, two in, degrees or something. <laughs> you know, it's it's a different kind of cold. I think um on these these bright when the temperature really drops low, you get these bright sort of sunny days and mm. you get the warmth of the sun. So even though the, the ambient is only, you know, one or two or three degrees, you're actually, as long as you rug up and you've got gloves and I mean, I won't lie, I'm wearing three layers of pants at the moment. So, you know, <laughs> so, maybe this so, you feel, so you feel like the rest of us after Christmas then basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But I how, how do you layer three layers of pants? What in the world does that look like? Well, I've got my thermal my thermal underpants on, yeah. and then I had some kind of track pant type type exercise sort of pants uh, on over the top of that. So Jeggings. that was what I was. 
no 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 <laughs> they, they were my put my get up for the day and then i had to go down the shops and then i put my coat on and then i realized that having like a wax cotton coat and then exercise trackies didn't really look that great so then i put jeans on over the top and then i walked <laughs> yeah anyway wow. this is winter life um but yeah we are back in lockdown um yeah, their cases are running rampant. There's what sixty thousand new cases a day, or you know, it's it's been in the high fifties, the low sixties the past past few days and the past few weeks, and um, yeah, showing showing no signs of slowing down. Um, mm. But you know, well, hopefully, if actually we are. happens and you guys stay locked away and get we back to some form of get back to some form of normality. We ain't going anywhere for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so road trip plans gone all gone, gone. but just Even as vocal well. stuff yeah, yeah. just as well because you've had some, <laughs> uh, get into it later now there's no time like the present <laughs> i haven't really um really put it out there yet because um i just i guess don't really want to say too much until we know what the outcome is going to be but the boxster my beloved boxster which You'll see in Sportscar Safari in this issue, which, by the way, sidetrack, my copy's finally arrived. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> I did see that. Appreciate like, it. Appreciate the, it. The actual snail mail with COVID. Yeah. What was that, like seven weeks, eight weeks or something like something that? Something like that. And the, the worst yeah. bit was, and I guess this is part of this day and age of technology and integration and everything, like the tracking wasn't working. <laughs> it was like all the post postal services were like, nah, we're not going to give you tracking. Nah, oh, nah that's cool. whatever. No. And it was, it was, it was like, you know, a bit of anxiety there of, you know, yeah. what is in the world is going on? Where is it? Is it ever going to get there? Did you actually just forget to post them and then just said you'd posted them and then just blamed it on COVID? Because I feel like COVID is the best convenient <laughs> excuse that everyone has for anything. It's like if you, I don't know, manage a department in a big company and you have massive losses, you oh, COVID. <laughs> COVID happened. Sorry, COVID, you know. Um, anyway, but. A little, little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't post it the same day I got them, if that's what you're you saying. No, no, no. But no, so back to what I was saying, The um, mm. my, my beloved Boxster, which is in... SES, if for those watching video, um, I'm holding up a picture of it, but basically it's the car I picked up, well, last year now, um, and kind of got back on the road and did about 5,000 happy miles. It became uh, a little bit flooded in a storm on the Festivus. Um, for the rest of it, us! <laughs> <laughs> it was a Festivus to remember. 23rd of December, for those that don't, don't watch Seinfeld. Um, but yeah, I had, was doing some work to it. We'd sort of, I guess, you know, for those that aren't, aren't regular avid listeners, um, picks the car up. It hadn't been driven for three years. Got it back on the road with kind of minimal expense. Did 5,000 miles in it over the summer. Decided that it was, you know, I want to keep it. It's, it's a good thing. So decided to then invest more money into kind of going through it and doing the, you know, all of the, the rest of the preventative maintenance that you should do, you know, water pumps, belts, you know, <laughs> gearbox oil, all, all, all the, the stuff. And, um, yeah, borrowed a workshop space, which was very generous of um, you know a colleague to loan me uh, to let me use some uh, part of part of a, a workshop space and out of the cold, in, out the of the cold. Yeah, because this is the thing in the UK. Like nobody has a workshop, nobody has a garage. Everyone mm. works on their drive, and the thought of doing this in in the winter was just just untenable. So, well, yeah, I mean, I it's a, like in Australia, we're pretty lucky that like now, if you're doing this over here, we're kind of thirty degrees and. Mm. 
sunny and if you needed to do yeah. a couple of day project or you know a three or four day project in the drive yeah. you're not really overly stressed nah, about it you fine. can just do it mm. but when it's when it's 1.5 degrees in rain <laughs> when you're scraping like, ice nah. off at 1 p.m <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, not keen not no. keen so um, no matter how many layers of pants you have on <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh you rolling can... <laughs> around in the pub oh oh nightmare on the gravel drive yeah the things you do you know i did a massive sidetrack again but sometimes you do see people doing things and you're like you must really love xyz and it's not just cars it's house renovation projects it's, it's all sorts of things people do in the weather because you know people that boaties boaties yachties that are you know doing these big boat projects and they're out in marinas oh, and docks right. and winter you know i don't know fixing anyway so yeah so we had it up on jack stands and um and it started to rain it was sort of on the 23rd um i had some time off off work so i was you know spending a good bank of time to you know mm. get it had it up on jack stands had the whole front of the car i've had the radiators off had the air conditioning condensers off to drain the coolant so basically she's going nowhere like she's 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 dismantled she's not gone anywhere and um and the rain comes and oh, it's heavy rain you're like ah, oh, but you know we get heavy rain all the time it's it's fine and then um the kind of the car park area at the front sort of slowly starts to fill up and you're like okay yeah it's a bit bit splashy but it'll be fine and then um gradually starts to run into the workshop and we're going okay and you know there were some other cars there as well and so our thoughts you know i called a couple of people and we're like hey might want to come and come and sort of see what we can do in this situation. And um, they came down and our thoughts, of course, were to the cars on the ground. And, but by this stage, the car park out the front was, was flooded. We, we couldn't get anything out. It was, it was too deep. You know, we're talking sort of six inches deep and we kind of thought, well, the best bets for the cars are, are, are inside. So we kind of ran around this industrial estate and we found some sandbags, liberated them from another business that had gone home. So we, we didn't pull them from their doors. We didn't pull them from their doors. No, they had them on a pallet. They had them on a pallet in their car park and they were long gone. So right. we, we, we sandbagged up the door, but it, it did nothing. And then, um, yeah, it got higher and higher. And then it got to the stage, uh, our, our like daily drivers, but kind of parked out the front. And then we were like, it was sort of getting to the bottom of the brake rotors of the cars. And we're like, okay, we probably should move them, move them you out. Know, and... I feel like there's a better way than mm. sandbags. Surely there's a better way. Like, why is sandbags the thing? Is that the best thing for people to do? Because it seems like whenever there's, it doesn't really help. I mean, it's not ideal, but they're quite fast and easy to stack. It's not, you know, mm. I'm sure you could build a build a brick wall would be better, but <laughs> not quite as immediate. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to set some mortar in six inches <laughs> of water. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So we're running around and um, and got to the stage. It got to sort of about eight o'clock at night, and the water was kind of up to the middle of our shins. And it was at that point we just kind of went. There's literally nothing we can do. Like it's 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 it was still raining heavy. Interesting in the UK. Like it, it rains a lot, but it doesn't ever really rain that heavily. It's you know short bursts and a lot of misty kind of crappy sort of just gray drizzly sort of stuff but this was like a proper north queensland sort of just sustained for hours mm. and hours and hours now which which doesn't help when you're already so wet and the ground's already wet. no no it's been raining for nowhere to go nowhere to go and and all that and um yeah so we kind of left and um you know drove home and i've not the drive home it's about half an hour from where i live and um i've not seen it the fields that that wet it was it was pretty torrential 
And um, yeah, then of course the, the starts coming through the news, there's flooding in the area and blah, blah, blah. And of course, couldn't didn't get much sleep that night going, oh, crap. And um, yeah, the next day we couldn't get in in the morning. It was the whole, the whole sort of area was flooded. There was a, a car dealership on the corner. They lost, I think, 30 cars, 25, 30 cars or something they, they lost. And um, we couldn't as in like get lost, in. As in like swept away? No, not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. Um, yeah, and then and then we couldn't get in. So the sort of that half that whole day was sort of going, what are we going to find? And then by sort of three, four in the afternoon, we were able to get in, and it was a case of sort of wading through the water. You know, just oh, so cold, just <laughs> splashing, and it was still sort of six inches deep at this point. And we got mm. in, and um, and yeah, the um the the boxster didn't escape un unharmed um the water had got pretty in. high up on jack stands it was pretty high on jack stands which which if it wasn't for that it, it would have been just a, a send it to the skip job but but so at the moment we're kind of working out what to do i mean i've you know been talking jordan roddy who we've had on the podcast here before i've had a bit of a chat to him about various options and i don't know maybe we can save it maybe maybe it's just a bad idea and you should just run run for the for the heavens but then i i think and luke this is what i haven't told you yet i i <laughs> have cause to believe that that some water may have got into the engine um so yeah yeah that's that wouldn't be ideal water inside of engines don't less than ideal yeah. um so on the weekend i go out and dump, dump the oil which is which is frustrating because it's 10 liters of brand new mobile synthetic <laughs> high quality oh, did you, oil did you do oil first when you... oil first yeah <laughs> i just filled it just filled it. i haven't even and um we checked today uh, checked the dipstick and I, and I know and i know where i'd filled it to because you know like i'd obviously dipsticked it and then we yeah. checked the dipstick and, and it's high on the dipstick so <sighs> so um i guess and, it unless up. somebody's messing with you and just went and added oil to it just to be <laughs> If they did, I would welcome that. Um, I, I would welcome that. So yeah, more, more than the alternative of fun, because because mm. when uh, usually when there's when there's a large amount of water in the engine, it usually goes to the bottom. Oil goes to the top, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been told basically drop the sump plug out and then see if comes. water comes out first. Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, oil, yeah. Oil, oil always sits on top of water. So if there's a large amount in there, you'll find it pretty quick. So yeah, watch your space. Um, so yeah, that's been my. Oh, um, so actually, dude, actually, LS, LS swap it. LS swap it. LS swap it. Dude, <laughs> I've, I've got, I've got. I have the most tolerant girlfriend in the world. Yeah, I have fiance. 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 <laughs> it feels weird saying that. <laughs> I have. I have. You notice there's boxer seats behind me here. Oh wow! Um, the carpets are, are hanging in our lounge room to dry because they've they've been in in the warehouse for two weeks, but it's just so moist and wet for there that there's it was still wet two weeks later. So yeah, yeah. they're hanging up to dry. We've got the hard top in the in the the yard over there. We've got the seats here. It's um it's a bit of a hot mess of Porsche bits, but anyway, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. So <laughs> I don't At know. There's not fuel leaking out of a Vespa, like you know, it'll be worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I know we're just I'm just talking that you know the, the the best part this has unlocked is is and I'm sure everyone's like this. I've had you know your your brain goes you know what are we going to do and you're like do, you know I think my first preference is to try and fix the box so that's what I'm going to try and do. But if I can't, what do we do? Get another boxster? <laughs> do you? I've had all sorts of 
ruminations from should we drop the engine and send it off and get it rebuilt which probably you know it's not something you'd do normally but in these circumstances maybe you could would do you it if, if that was if that was an option right mm. would you need to send it off to be rebuilt yeah there's oh i mean maybe someone like yourself who's who's really switched on might figure it out that there's a lot of special tools required apparently and there's a lot of very complex right. swiss watchery kind of stuff going on okay. maybe someone like yourself could think magic could, <laughs> magic just lots of gears and bronze bits and and special cams and can you imagine that it's sitting there and you hear it's not turned on nothing's happening but hearing this what is that little elves inside just yeah so um no apparently i mean look it's the same it's the same engine really it's the same design as in all 996 911s not the gt3s it's not the mezga but like any you know 996 career yeah, if you found water in it mm. geez you could almost like <laughs> fill the thing with oil so it's overflow with oil drop it all again clean out clean out the bores and give it a crank <laughs> Oh, don't get me wrong. At this point, if, if we th if we find a butt ton of water, I'll definitely try that because what have we got to lose? <laughs> like, I mean, toast anyway. So. You could, you could, you could. Well, maybe, yeah. If it's if it's been sitting there rusting, yeah. Mm. Like if, if everything if it started to eat away hard inside, then yeah, problem. Yeah. But then, but then there's there's a bunch of companies over here that sort of specialize in rebuilding early nine nine six Boxster motors. It's a couple of grand. It's it's not cheap, yeah. but you can do it. So that's one option to sort but of. But also, really so if it's just like if it's like being water damaged, arguably you might not need to replace a lot of parts that would usually need to be mm. replaced. Like if yeah. things are good service order and it just needs like the bores are a little bit pitted from rusty stuff or whatever, like just needs a clean out. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's one option. That's one option. The second option, which I don't know, I, uh, I, I like, I don't want to have a, to get an MX five. Like, like I don't want one, <laughs> but. You can't knock it. And my thought is that, okay, if I can't Boxster anymore, I don't I don't know if I could go through the whole mental anguish of finding another Boxster because, you know, I, I dodged a massive bullet with this card. There's so much that could go wrong. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I could I could go through doing that again. Um, but the MX-5, make a bit of a track thing out of it. You know, an NC, I'm thinking with a hard top with R32 GTR wheels because they look good on everything and they fit. <laughs> And well, are know, they getting expensive now, though? MX5s? No, no, not MX5. <laughs> no, I was like, what do you, what do you mean? They're both practically disposable no, at this point. GDR wheels. Yeah. No, there's a bunch over here for 400 pounds. So set seems to be the going rate. Well, that's pretty. Have cheap. we have we just unearthed a a, a lucrative uh, market in sending uh, GDR export. wheels back to Australia? I don't know how you go with shipping at the moment, but I thought um like Lucky GDR wheels not. were were a bit bit sought after. Ah, well, lucky we're not live because if this is a thing, we can bleep this bit out. Um, <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. Just uh, we've just um, completely no, scooped um, ourselves. There's two or three sets on Facebook Marketplace over here for about 400 pounds a set. Seems to be the rate. So, oh, 400 pounds a set. So it's what 700 bucks. Oh, uh, there's R32 GTST wheels, which are pretty similar. 500 bucks. Okay. So yeah. Oh, here you go. Set with no tires, two grand. Really? Mm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. four hundred pounds plus shipping—that'll be about the same money. That'd be so, no, no, that'd be a grand. What? Yeah, plus you, shipping. You, no, no, no. Four hundred pounds is like 
six, seven, seven hundred dollars, seven hundred and fifty dollars, a couple hundred bucks shipping. Oh, it's not five hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Oh, this one hasn't sold. They look like they're a bit. Oh, they're a bit manky. They're like all rusty and stuff. Sixteen hundred bucks. Still, I need to look mm. into this. <laughs> okay, we might have found something. Yeah. <laughs> or Andrew goes and buys. Or instead of Porsche parts, there's just GTR wheels everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Tell comes home. Good news. <laughs> Done, Homer. I quit my job. I quit my job. <laughs> We're now in the GTR wheel game. <laughs> what a silly thing. But yeah, yeah, I thought they were starting to get expensive here from what I'd seen about the oh. place. You know, things on like drift sales and things like that you see them pop up. But well, I'm good, definitely going to investigate this. But um, anyway, so I'm thinking like maybe MX5, some basic mods, brakes, just conies, Recaros, like some nice seats and some belts, and go and hit up track days. Go and just drive all the tracks. Take it to mm. Spa. Take it to Nurburgring. Just you know, Snedderton's not far, and just have something because as much as like I I love the boxer and driving is great it's someone in my financial position like i'm always just a little bit afraid of it like a little bit afraid of really really revving it out because when you're at like you know six seven grand in third gear and you just think if this thing <laughs> let's lunches. go i'm lunches I'm, I'm i'm in some trouble but an mm. mx5 mate, that's practically free free motoring at this point like like they are um yeah over here at least because they they rust out so quickly anything mechanical, mechanical stuff it's yeah. two 200 quid 300 quid and you can swap a new motor into it and you can just go and belt it and have some <laughs> the, fun the, v, the vt commodore of the uk <laughs> they are they are 150 and, bucks for an engine <laughs> oh maybe three four hundred three four hundred you know, yeah, but, yeah. but but still i'm kind of a bit like be afraid of a box to or just have something really cheap and fun and bulletproof and just go and just use it and, mm. and do everything with it. I don't mm. know. We'll see. We'll see. Interesting. I will fix a Porsche if I can. I will fix a Boxster if I can. Yeah. But if I can't, it could be. A... Well, I guess. Yeah. You don't know. The weekend will provide answers. Mm, it will. It will. So anyway. Mm. Speaking of so new cars. Of speaking yeah. of new cars. Singer. Yeah. The what do they call it? The uh, ACS. ACS. I feel like that's something. What is? It? I don't know. If I feel like that's something else quite notable, but it's probably just some IT acronym that I've got stuck in my head. I was going to say. So it is the <laughs> All Terrain Competition All Terrain Study, Competition Study, which enables off-road racing. <laughs> Their press release is is quite hilarious. <laughs> All Terrain Competition Study enables off-road racing. <laughs> I don't think it does because I don't know what that costs, but I can guarantee that whatever you spend on that, you're not going to go on off-road race. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, I mean, I hope someone's crazy enough to do it. I really hope someone does and they will have the support of the world if they do. Oh, can you imagine? But still. I imagine. Yeah. Anyway, it's a pretty cool looking thing. I mean, 10 points to them for, creating something unique and amazing again like mm. uh, I, in this day and age of all these hyper cars and these these you know people buying cars not for really enjoying cars but for a status symbol mm. uh, to have someone go to the lengths like this to create an amazing almost work of art machine yeah. 
you know, purpose-built race car. It is just cool. Like, it's awesome. the attention. I just love the fact that you, you think everything 911 has been done. You, you think it's all been done. Like, what <laughs> else can someone add, can bring to this party? I and mean, it has arguably been done before, but, but not just, to that standard. Nah, no way. Like, yeah. Oh, very cool. I, um, it's got eight dampers total. So, like, just looking through the press release, it started off as a 964 911. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five-way adjustable dampers, eight dampers total. So jewels. Is that jewels on each side? Yeah. And then like on the fronts, there's only one set of springs on the damp. Like like on the coil struts, there's like one spring on Mm -hmm. one of the dampers and the other one's just a damper. Um, Mm -hmm. And the rear's got double. It's got um, sequential dog box, all drive. It's pretty cool. It's got. A, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to see the the stuff that they've got in there. So, got long range fuel tank. It's got two full size spare race wheels. Good work, which is pretty cool. Um, plus, it's also got in there rehydration system for driver and navigator. Oh. So, I wonder what. Um, and state of the art GPS race navigation. So that'd be all. Like I can't imagine what a singer rehydration is. Probably like a reverse osmosis unit in there somewhere or something. Put whatever water you want. It's going to be some plant on the front. <laughs> yeah, so when you're on the bar, Baja or something like, you just pour whatever water from every anywhere in there, and and that'd be pretty cool. Amazing. Um, oh, what a thing. What a thing. Uh, so there's an actually yeah, there's a couple of little interesting notes. I love the clamshells on it. How it's got yeah. the group B style, like the whole front and rear of the of the bodywork is, is, you know, the one piece and the whole thing just arcs up. I wonder like, how much is actual 964. I would wager a bet and say a fair bit of the chassis would be. Yeah, you can, when, uh, because, I mean, when Singer make their classics, like the, you know, the, the traditional style of Singer, they look like a 911, but they basically cut all of the body off and re-graft carbon body yeah, yeah. back onto it. And, I mean, they choose to do it to graft panels that kind of look like 911 panels. But, I mean, you could graft anything you wanted onto that. So, But this is, like, complete like front and rear bespoke suspension and pickup points and everything. So, like, it's mm, probably, true. like, the... the the driver's footwell or something and a part of a pillar maybe that's that's left and the, and, and the vin plate the fin so, plate yeah. so technically it's a, res- a restored car it's not a not a new car it's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty crazy i mean yeah one question yeah have, i want to know about how a singer and, and i don't really personally know anyone that's commissioned a singer and i'm, I'm gonna guess and say not many people do but mm. You ship them, say for like taxation reasons, Mm -hmm. you ship them a really crusty 964 from Australia that's worth 100 grand or 80 grand or 70 grand. Mm -hmm. And they take that to California and then they rebuild that car. And and I've heard the cost of a singer really is is seven, eight hundred grand, whatever it is. It's, It's, you know, sizable chunk of coin. Can you then freight that car back into Australia and since the numbers and everything all line up and just get it back into the country? Or do you need to pay luxury car tax? Is it classed as a new car? Uh, Well, uh, Ryan knows this. 
Did we speak about this? Oh, in the yeah, Did we speak. About <laughs> that I'm was guessing, last, that was last year. I'm guessing no. Yeah, we must have. So what? Have I missed that? Well, no, no we didn't. We didn't discuss exactly. We might have danced around it, but there bit. is, yeah. there is, you know, with knowledge comes power. There is yeah. some. Uh, there is some fees and some things that need to go on, but yeah, like yeah, I mean, it might be that you need to pay on the cost of the restoration or something like that. You don't have to pay yeah. for the cost of the base car or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there probably some. There'll way. be yeah, of course. There'll be something where it will be like you've imported goods valued at this, so therefore it's this. Even though you technically own it, you've spent money on it. Money stuff. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's a it's, like, it's not like you've taken the car out and driven around and then brought it back. But still, it's a slippery slope. Like, how much? How much is a paint job on a car? You know, could could be five hundred bucks. It could be, yeah, fifty grand. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Mm. But Speaking still, of... ACS very cool. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Very I, cool. I, I just yeah, attention to detail on that thing looks unbelievable. And yeah, it's just crazy. And he's bought two. The guy, the guy commissioned two. Mm. You know, what I thought was very cool about that is the fact that whoever commissioned it, they're being very, very tight-lipped, as you would expect on whose car that is. What I think is very cool is that he has not closed the door to having no more built. So if you want one, you can uh, go and order one, right? which is very, very cool of whoever that person is because most of the time when these custom one-off cars are built, that is it. They destroy the moulds after it's done. Well, you're, you're, paying, you're paying, you're paying for, for the development of the car mm. so you you know, you don't want someone else to yeah, effectively get that for nothing. Nothing. And, and you kind of, you've paid for it, so you want to be exclusive. Uh, and yeah. I guess I feel like a lot of those people will, you know, that's what they want. They want to be the only one oh, with that. Yeah, I get it. But this guy has been like, no, nah, come on, come on, if you've got the money, which maybe no that's the maybe, about that, <laughs> maybe that's the difference with the Porsche community because a lot of those one-offs mm. that are that crazy are not. Porsches, you know, they're like a mm. an Inferino or a Batoni built Ferrari or Alfa or mm -hmm. some Italian Mark crazy thing, or like you know a one-off Lambo or you know something like that, or yeah. Koenigsegg or whatever, like whatever. Pagani, like like the crazy, crazy, yeah, even the Paganis that are sent back, right, sent back and yeah. built the order. Um, maybe that's something different with the Porsche community where it's you know a bit more of a hey, we're in this together, we're not exclusive, we're you know mm. we're we are, you know, all wanting to enjoy the same thing. We're all in this together, <laughs> you and me and every family. Anyway, no, but point being, to be fair, though, what would be yeah. better than having one of those is if, like, five other people all had mm. one as well. Like, that mm. would be rad. That would be rad. Actually, actually, I'm going to slide sidetrack. How good this year Dakar rallies have! I was just about to say that. <laughs> classic Dakar classic. classic. Oh, yeah. I mean they're not they're not fast like like they're they're they're, they're not not quick at all. But I know. Don't, don't care. care, don't care. It's very cool. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, to be able to have those cars back out and running again, because again, like Dakar is is probably you know one of those type of rally events where you know to run it is such a huge thing so most people who are running it have been yeah. doing it to win and you're not going to do that in a classic car so um it's a lot harder to get out and, and do that event in, a, in mm. a classic vehicle but yeah what else do you use the vehicles for that have been in dakar yeah 
<laughs> not much so it's really yeah. cool that it's gotten to the stage now where those um cars can come out and run again and it's yeah it's weird yeah. it's pretty cool so what have you been belting around in i saw a, a sneaky instagram story post how's the older how's the old 105 going yeah it's great it's been good um i hadn't had it out for a little while um i've been uh doing finally finished work on the 166 which has been good um so that's out of the way now and uh i can get the gdv out easily and keep it packed away and nice so mm. yeah just been bobbing around in that for the last week or so a little bit um nice. a few little drives here and there took ruth in it last night for the first time she hadn't been in it yet Did she hate it no she thought it was cool but i was like i was like really excited I was like, this is really good yeah. she's like Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how they do that. <laughs> it's like, do you know Man. what you're doing? And this is really cool. You're so lucky. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's nice. Do you remember one time? And and I know I know, like passengers in, in cars at track days is much more common in the UK than it is in Australia. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's not that many opportunities to take people for laps in Australia. And I remember doing that got you know chantel my girlfriend out there at the time and we we did some i was like yeah like let's go and do you know got her in and then and then we did like about one lap and then we went for like lap two and she's like i'll be going around again i'm like yeah that's kind of the point she's like, <laughs> but we've already been here i'm like oh okay <laughs> so we come back in I'm like whatever just get out <laughs> let me have fun uh, yeah uh, <laughs> that's pretty fun no but she did enjoy it yeah um but yeah maybe she it was it was like it was a nice night like quite cool like you could, you could wear pants and there was a nice cool breeze and it wasn't overly hot she goes oh are we taking that tonight it's not it's not too hot is it <laughs> for the car <laughs> mm, no it's fine like don't don't stress it'll it, <laughs> You just, Cars still drove in 40 degrees. You've totally reminded me. There's the <laughs> attitude over here to classic car owners in hot weather is hilarious. Oh, really? Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> there's one dude, and it was just this triumph herald. And we had to make like a half an hour drive, and I was dropping it over, and I was like, Yeah, like I'll bring it over, you know, later today. He's like, Oh, no, 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 man. It's 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 too hot. Like the thing might overheat. Like, you know, we just just keep it, you know, we'll, we'll get it in a couple of days. And it was like 30. And I was like, I was just talking to him, like, mate, I come from a place like I've driven my feet when it's like 46. It's fine. Like, like they're fine. <laughs> and, <he's, laughs> and it was fine. But, but seriously, when it's over 30, they just, they don't, it's like, nah. Yeah. Not. But uh, again, I kind of see that because how many like UK cars that came over here overheated, like into Australia, like, the, you know, the, you have cars with cooling yeah. issues and things like that. I mean, oh, if yeah. the car's serviced and it's okay. Yeah. I think you're all right, but yeah, but you have to have a functioning cooling system. But when you do, they're fine. You don't need a functioning cooling system over here. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's so it. That's cold. the point, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, the couple of weeks a year that it might be hot. It's like I was reading, you know, before the, the flood, obviously in the box droid, you know, changing the coolant was one of the jobs. And I was reading mm. the process of bleeding the system, which being Porsche, it has a very thorough, you know, method of starting the engine letting it fall down, topping it up, letting it, you know, then revving it to sort of 3,000 every 
10 seconds for like a minute and then checking it again and blah, blah, blah. And then it goes through all this, you know, big process takes about half an hour, this whole process. And then it comes to this bit, it says, you know, wait till the thermostat's open and sends, you know, let it idle until it sends the water to the front radiators um, and that will fill the radiators up. And then it said, you know, the thermostat's open at 88 degrees or whatever it was. And I'm standing there going, dude, it's like three degrees here. The car <laughs> idling, it's not going to get to like 88 degrees. I'm like, it's going to take me like three hours of idling this thing here. <laughs> Just to get the fans to turn on. Gets like, out there with a hairdryer, starts yeah. warming up the engine. Come on. Come on. boiling water over the thermostats trying to get the yeah. open. Yeah. I was literally like, how am I going to bleed this thing if the thing if the thing won't even send the water down to the front radiators? I'm like, hmm. Anyway, well, I guess that's a good. I guess that's a good thing about being in the UK is that everyone actually puts coolant in their car to stop it freezing, yeah. whereas yeah. antifreeze stuff. Whereas, yeah. like, there's quite often times in Australia where people just keep shoving water in the car. Mm. Do you like, like demineralized or tap? Demin. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, I'm sure there are people that put tap in there. Yeah. But yeah, like demin. Yeah. You know, of course. As soon as you, as soon as you get anywhere hot, it will just evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um. Uh. What else has been yeah. happening? Oh, uh, I guess I can I can talk about this because I would have already showed the person that it's for. <laughs> I, I built something else again. Uh oh. <laughs> because idle, hands, idle hands are the devil's work, Luke. Well, idle hands at two a.m. in the morning. Are oh, the devil's work. <laughs> um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I was really upset. Well, I, I kind of upset. You know, when you put a lot of work into something, you give it away, and then you're kind of like, oh, I mm. wish I could have one of my own. Well, I, I I built Buzz a model. Buzz Michael Buzz. Michael Buzz. Mike Mac underscore eighty six or something. I think isn't it? Adelaide Rally, the HKS livery with the SCS stickers on the door. Yeah, so I built the 2016 version of version of his car for his 30th birthday in one twenty fourth Tamiya scale. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. Went pretty nuts on details. Looked epic. Um, but was a bit sad because I put a lot of work in that. I do love that car and. Um, you know, because I've worked on the car, I've been involved in the car, it's a mate's car, like it's 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 pretty cool, and it's kind of a it's kind of become its own thing now. Mm. Um and someone built a model of it in um what's that game? Grand Turismo. In, uh, Grand Turismo, yeah. So you can go and drive actually, it in GT. I actually built yeah, some you can drive it in Grand Turismo, you can go find it. I'm mm. actually halfway through building a a one in R Factor. Yeah, cool. Which anyway. is Crack wheels and all that kind of stuff too. But anyway, idle hands, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, when you can't sleep and it's midnight, 2 a.m., what do you do? <laughs> Build Hot Wheels. Wow. So what we're looking at is a 164th Hot Wheels of the Busby Reed Adelaide Rally 2019 SCS liveried RX-7. That yeah. is insane. Yeah, so if you're Absolutely not, if you're on audio, and you might need to jump on and have a watch, or maybe by now, put it on the Instagram. But yeah, I basically wow, that is ridiculous. Because I had some leftover decal paper, and I had the design files from the first model I built. I went, you know what? I can, I can, and I had all because I did all the stickers for 
Buzz's car too. So I had all the design files for that. So it was really easy. It was pretty quick. It didn't take that long. How long um, did you spend on that? I hope Ruth's not listening, but... Um, 20 minutes. Wow. 20 That's minutes. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. So <laughs> um, it was probably total, like, maybe four hours, if that. Like, it was pretty quick, really, when you think about yeah. it. I mean, it, was, it wasn't, like, four hours straight. It was, like... Mm. Um, get the model, pull it apart, sand it down, spray it mm -hmm. white to work with the decals better, um, and then make the decals, apply the decals, and then make the packaging, which wasn't too bad. That's very so cool. I, I basically, yeah. Yeah, I, you had to so, do the packaging and then put it back in, and, like, I, I yeah. mentioned that you cut it all nicely so that all the all the <laughs> writing is still on there so it looks factory and then glued it all back up together. So it's in there now. That's so good. It's not coming out. Oh. But you're gonna have, you're gonna have to make another one now. I know. I, I did think about this because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have make, to. I can't not show it to him. But I'm gonna show it to him. your own back because <laughs> <laughs> I have to show it to Buzz. And then who doesn't want a Hot Wheels in their own car? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Maybe maybe it will, maybe it will be a, you have to come help me build it thing. Are you taking requests? Am I taking requests? Yeah. If like anyone out there wants a Hot Wheels of their car, you'll 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 whip one up for them. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> the most expensive Hot Wheels ever. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, I guess the thing about this one, and this is kind of the um, the thing with it, is that it was more of an opportunistic thing. It wasn't like you know I went out and made a Hot Wheels of a car that didn't exist, like. You know, the mm. car existed. It was there. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't change the wheels. The wheels are like the normal wheels that came with the car, like the model and stuff. Mm. Like it's not like I've gone. If you painted them white, they almost would look like. Nah. I thought about it, but then I went, that's not what a Hot Wheels is. True. The wheels have to be wrong. You're right. Yeah. The wheels, mm. sometimes they are right. Like there's a couple of the premier edition ones that have, or that I've got up on the wall um have like proper wheels like mm. there's a 190 dtm and there's like a 32 gdr hks race one and bits and pieces yeah. that have like pretty close wheels but for the majority of the normal hot wheels like the wheels are wrong they've always been wrong they're always yeah. different they're always yeah. off the shelf standard okay well mm -hmm. what are we going to put on this car okay those you know that one there's fun <laughs> so i kind of thought about that and then went, nah, like that's just yeah. not for this, not for this type of thing. Can not, I tell you not something? Very quick 2 a.m., you know, buildy type thing. I'll tell you something really embarrassing. I don't have a single Hot Wheels in my house. What? I, I don't know. I just realized what? that. I, I don't know how that's happened. I've got a lot of other detritus of all manner. But do I they not have them wheels. in the supermarkets? Like, oh, no, they do. I, they oh. do. You except, just avoid them. Except, you know what? I I must admit, I I really want them to make a Hot Wheels X19, Fiat X19. And for some reason, every every time I go to the supermarket, I go and look at the Hot Wheels and I go, oh, oh, but I like there's don't no you X19. Have to, you got X19s at home, don't you? Yeah, not a Hot Wheels one though. The closest they came is they made a Safari 914, which that new one, which does look kind of like an oh, are you talking guess. about a modern day one or like an older one? Modern day one, new one. Yeah, yeah, no, they don't. No, uh, this this is rapidly turning into a Hot Wheels podcast, but that's nothing wrong with that because they're 
Well, hey, oh no! See, this isn't even Hot Wheels. I've got, I've got it off the shelf. This is a, this is a corgi. I've got a corgi. I think I've got that. Oh, you know what I didn't buy? I found that corgi in at at one of the shows, and I it was towing. A bit. It's had a rollover. And they do that in real life. It's got Probably. fit and Hoyer. It's got tag Hoyer on the side. Oh, that's pretty dope. And the red interior with the white paint. That's very cool. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I found one of those, and it was towing a Carlsberg speedboat. Should this have one doesn't it. have a tow bar. Mm. That would be cool. Oh, could we put a tow bar in your X one then? Uh, no. no. Having said that, there was <laughs> there was an X one nine getting around Adelaide with a tow bar, probably about ten years ago. Mm. There, there was one. Can be done. Has been done. Shouldn't be okay. done. Yeah, probably not. Hey, other exciting news. Um, I dropped off my first roll of film to get developed. Oh, that I shot, and uh, it was blank. Oh no! <laughs> did, you still, did, did you still get charged for the developing? Oh yeah, that they, they what they do. The lovely guys at Hutstrick Photo and did uh, they laugh at you. They no, laugh no, at you. no, no, no yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I felt <sighs> I felt not quite hipster enough to be in that shot. <laughs> I went in there and there was dudes with like long hair and little squiggly mo's and oversized shirts and skinny jeans and stuff and I, mm. I kind of felt not quite hipster enough in my work it gear um, and then uh no no not the workers the workers were super good i'm talking about some of the clients that were there um uh, and uh mm. anyway yeah so dropped it off got all excited They're like, oh look this this film is a different type of film we're gonna take us a bit longer to process and so i was like oh yeah great okay cool a couple of days later get the text <laughs> <laughs> but um because they they scan them and put them to Dropbox, but uh, uh, your your film at Hut Street Photos was blank. Show this message to Steve, <laughs> a free, free replacement film to offset the cost of scanning. So that's cool. Oh, I mean, like, you lose you lose a few, few bucks for, like, yeah. you know, wasting their time, but they give you a, yeah. another bit of film, which is all right. Yeah, so um, I actually bought, while I was there, another set of uh, Ilford XP2 400 black and white. What did you do? Did you load it incorrectly? Oh, did probably. Did not, not roll onto the... Yeah, mustn't have rolled on and I mustn't have noticed or whatever. Ah, what did you I do? Is there anything good on there? Uh, or should, like, should there have been? I don't know. I, pro I probably took too long to use it anyway. There was like a bit of like baptism, Christmas, couple of car things, gone to the zoo, ah. like nothing exciting. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, when I was there anyway, I dropped it off. I bought uh, some Ilford XP2 400 black and white. I don't. I reckon I've got some of that somewhere. Yeah, hmm. cool. Anyway, so I bought another roll of that. So yep. I put it on the other night before I got the message, and then went, "Oh no, maybe like I loaded it terribly." And then I checked, but I don't remember with the first roll, double like visually when I was, you know, mm -hmm. moving to the next frame if the if the return wheel was rotating or not. I don't remember that in my head. Like mm. when I was shooting, yeah. I don't remember looking at it as I was like flicking through. Yeah. Because yeah. you just kind of like take a shot, neck, boop, like mm. I don't remember watching it. So I went back and I've probably burnt another roll or another couple of exposures on this one. Yeah. But I opened up the back in like semi dark, saw it was rolled on properly, closed it, rolled it, made like shot, roll, like went yeah. for another few frames and made sure it was rotating properly. So yeah. I should be all right with this one. Rookie. Rookie errors. Joys of That'd be film. as bad as when I was a kid, though. Yeah. It's happened. So this has happened to me one 
other time in my life and I was devastated. <laughs> so little young Luke um, borrowing uh, dad's Olympus OM1 at Avalon Air Show in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. That's, Luke was that's... so excited that dad gave him his camera. Luke was so excited that he was taking pictures for the whole day. <laughs> dad went got and developed. No bueno. <laughs> you got to learn these lessons, you know. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, yeah, so I think with this role, I might, I might try and get bang through this one a bit quicker and go get it mm. developed. Um, yeah, just make sure you're on the right path. But it's kind of the fun, you know. I've heard definitely sometimes in film where I, when I come and I'm like, I know this is a good shot, and then you get there and it's crap, and you're like, <sighs> but then the flip side comes in waves. Yeah, you know, you know what? So, I've kind of enjoyed the waiting part of it too. Like even even though nothing got developed and it's taken ages and all that stuff is lost. Well, you know what? That stuff's not lost because I shot digital at the same time. So okay. I basically yeah. was like doubling up yeah. while I was there. Because I <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, and um the, the waiting's kind of been good. It's been therapeutic to not have to like mm. it's not instant. Yeah, no, no, that's the best part of film. It is just that you don't. Oh, I, I, like, I, I like sold out of film pretty much. They had not much out. film left. Yeah, it's and there was like up. when I went in there, there was like five or six people that were there, and like it was it was mm. busy. And this was yeah, like an afternoon, like it wasn't. Love it. I've got my my camera just up the back there, and that's got two thirds of a roll shot on it, and I could only really account for probably five of those photos. Mm. It's gonna be such a surprise when they come back and. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, See, that's right. <laughs> except the only problem I've got is that the guy that processes my film is the guy that I is Nigel that I bought the boxer from. So mm. the next time I take him a roll of film, I'm going to have to tell him that the car he bought and used was flooded. So that, that's going to be a bit of a hey. Say love you. Say love you. Might want to mm. buy it back the parts. <laughs> I don't think you will. <laughs> he um, sold it for that very reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess what's uh, what's what's the year look like for us in wrapping this up because we're probably hitting mm. the time. Well, my my year, I can I can um, I can be very brief. My year looks like freaking nothing at the moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're in lockdown again, and you know what? To be honest, they've they've sort of said we're in lockdown until uh, probably March. Um, there's, I think the Australian government came out the other day and said that no one from Australia is going to be flying to the Northern Hemisphere until 2022. So that means I'm not home until probably this time next year at the very earliest. Very um, earliest. If, if very earliest. log of people and mm. vaccine works and all that. And then it's stuff. a matter of money. Yeah. You pay the money. Um, money. So yeah, in terms of that, look, I, it's all up in the air. I mean, I mean, there was supposed to be Sunday scramble at Vista Heritage this weekend, which has been cancelled. Um, Goodwood members meeting is in for March, end of March, but as we know, um, yeah, all up in the air really at this stage. What about you? Obviously, you've got Adelaide Rally coming up again. We've got yeah. Adelaide Rally coming up again. Um, well, not again, but well. Well, it is coming up again. Well, it kind of feels like it because we did yeah, so much yeah. prep work for it that it's kind of like another event almost. Yeah, <laughs> Even yeah. though the event didn't happen, it's like, oh, doing you it. Again. Be like, who, who won in November? <laughs> <laughs> the only disappointing, the only, well, not disappointing, the only sad thing, it's not disappointing, it's totally understandable, is yeah. that there's only going to be one event this year and then we're mm. back again for 2022. But um, 
uh, yeah, so it's, it's doing that. Um, obviously, working on the next issue of the magazine, which is going to mm-hmm. be cool. So, I, with you being locked down so much, I'm probably going to have to go out and do some more stories, which is cool. Yay! Um, yay! Uh, which is exciting. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I dare say, and I reckon we should put it out there so we're actually held accountable for it and do it. Is that to run? We haven't looked. We haven't released the podcast yet, so we, we could bleep this bit out. No, no, no. Along, <laughs> along with our oh, I-32 no, GTR no. wheel bracket. Yeah. <laughs> wheel boys. Wheel boys. Um, uh, but anyway. Is to run a burger meet again in 2021 pending okay. COVID disaster. For those people who have not been any given reason followers for years, what is a burger meet and why should someone come to it? Well, you, I feel like you should be explaining that, not me. Oh, so. Okay. well we've we've spoken about burger meat before so Hmm. it's just it it is basically the event to be to in the adelaide car scene that's a pretty bold claim i'm glad you're the one pulling it off i I, I will i will happily say that (laughs) happily say that like they were good um, days they were good good days great days like you know looking back on it if 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 i was to look at it now and go oh yeah i'll do this this way like if we were to sit down and go hey i've got this cool idea to do this event we wouldn't have done it i don't think what we knew now <laughs> i look back and go i just look at some of those photos and yeah you're right and yeah look at these maybe it's covid and we're just not used to being in crowds so i don't know but like i look back and see them what did we have like 700 cars or something 600 the last one yeah yeah and then and then there's like you know probably what 1100 people and you just go boy out of our minds yeah pretty much so let's do it again. Uh, so yeah. anyway, I want to I want to do that again because we are nuts. Um, uh, yeah, I want to do it again, but this time, yeah, I want to start planning a bit earlier and actually have a bit. I guess some of the problems that we've had before is a bit of lack of control and a bit of lack of um, planning, organization, planning. Yeah, organization and planning. Oh, yeah, and I think you know the format and put it out there if people have got any suggestions. But I'd dare say we'd probably and for COVID it'd probably work too is we'd have to move to a ticketed system yeah. um, maybe get people to prepay for food so that because here's, here's the problem yeah. and I, I just think we need to explain that um, my idea was just hey everybody let's turn up and, and have a car meet which is great when you've got you know, 20 wicked. people <laughs> what we kept but finding even the first one was more than 20 people yeah it was like we thought it was going to be like half something. a dozen or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like 60 people 60 so the problem the problem is, is that was pretty people. coffee and cars days though that was, was like it was it was, it was, it was like OG was, cars and cars and burgers but so yeah. basically the problem is with the catering in that it is important and traffic management and everything if you don't know how many roughly how many people are coming having impossible. people lined up down an 80 kilometer road 80ks an hour road oh line. dude and anyway, then anyway, so, so we, yeah, we no 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 I was just do you remember did the the guy we the the the, the one with the loss we our friend rosk stepped in and helped us out that took our money and then bugged mm. off into Mm. Yeah, and, and anyway, what what you get is is you know we 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 take a guess and say we think three hundred people are going to come. So you go to a caterer and say, hey, we want you to cater burgers for you know three hundred, four hundred people, and they say great, and then they take a deposit off you to no, do they so. Say great, and then go, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, then they cater right. and they cater for like one hundred and fifty people, and, and then, then five hundred turn up, <laughs> <laughs> and then this happens year after year after year, 
and um eventually i think we've we just like i we loved the spontaneity of it and the spontaneous nature of just a just a kind of a rock up and see who turns up but the reality unfortunately is that it just doesn't work like that so um, yeah yeah, uh, uh, and I thought that was a really cool thing, but I yeah, we're gonna have to go to a, a ticketed system where, yeah, um, you know, you pay for your food before you come, or you know, something like that. Maybe have some provision for a couple of people to mm. rock up if you know a couple of mates in a car or something that haven't mm. haven't pre bought. But um, you know, you might have to move to something like that so that yeah, we can gauge numbers and cater appropriately. Because I think one of the good things about that event too, which you know, in some of those large-scale events kind of disappears. It is about the people and the cars that are brought, not mm. the cars that are invited. So we don't yeah. really – I mean, we spoke to our mates and we're like, hey, you know, are you bringing this out? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just didn't know what was coming, which was half the fun. Like yeah. you didn't know what people were going to bring. You didn't know if someone was going to come up in a race car or someone was going to come up in old 1920s Dodge or someone was going to come up in some custom-built, crazy show car like he had no idea which was i think the crazy like the crazy i love I loved, I loved standing at the front even though i yeah. had to do traffic management stuff but you're just like what the you're just like what's that what's that what's some, what's some that? dude turned up i remember penny's hill there some dude turned up in it you know 70s i don't know what the type it was but it was genuine like late 70s american cop car like left-hand drive the black <laughs> and the white with the siren the lights the whole works i and remember that yeah, I was like, that's and he had the the aviators on, I reckon, and it was full on. Anyway, anyway. so twenty twenty one Burger Meat is back after a quite a few years actually. Twenty seventeen. Seventeen would have been the last one. Was it? Would have been seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Four years. Jeez. It's at four years. Wow. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, anyway that'll be back. Um, uh, even though Andrew won't be able to make it back to help, I think if we get on it early mm. uh, and call in some mates and be all over it, we'll be good. Yeah. So I'm going out there to get that done. Um, uh, and the other podcasts still coming. Mm. Maybe a bit more haphazardly. Maybe not so frequent depending on how Andrew goes over there and what work looks like and what it's like. <laughs> yeah. We'll it's see. a bit of a hard one. It is hard. Like it has, it was like during when we were all locked down, it was pretty yeah. easy to run. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, yeah, we'll just do them a bit more spontaneous. I think mm. whenever but we've got, you know, we'll get some more guests still, on. We've got still, some good ideas. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some good guests that come in, some good mm. people to, to go through. So yeah, that'd be exciting. Um, and then, uh yeah i've got to do some more car building this year which would be good and um, get yourself out driving and enjoying so yeah yeah keep enjoying keep enjoying andy's 105 <laughs> what do they Thanks, say the best, the best person's classic car the best is someone else's classic car <laughs> no no no, no. <laughs> um andy i uh, did save andy money though yeah? i saved him money oh uh, it was cheaper to insure in adelaide than melbourne so oh there you go Happy days. Go Adelaide. <laughs> Go Adelaide. <laughs> so if there's anyone else that needs classic car storage. <laughs> and You just and, have to put up with 10,000 Ks a year of, of mileage. Yeah. It's basically the deal, isn't it? Free storage, yeah. but 10,000 Ks a year. 10,000 Ks a year. Yeah. Anyway. Cool, man. Anyway. Well, thank you, babe. 
It's podcast Thank you. Podcast. Um, for those, we need to, we always forget we're terrible at selling ourselves. So we need to plug our pluggables because we never plug our pluggables. You plug your pluggables. Kind of the point of this podcast was to plug our pluggables and then we never actually <laughs> plug our pluggables. But anyway. Talk about, talk about Hot Wheels and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You see me holding up now, Sportscar Safari issue four. It is in the shop, sportscarsafari.com forward slash shop. You will see that both of us have them for the first time ever. That's quite amazing. Um, the <laughs> shop, a range of stickers, hats, no hats, stickers, no shirts, hats. jumpers. There might be hats soon. I don't know. Check back in a year or two's time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to do hats. I want to do hats. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but but sticker shirts, um, the magazines there, or the magazines, and um, yeah. Keep an eye on the channel. So now, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next podcast. Thanks, mate. See you, people.